Welcome to Winning at Fibromyalgia podcast. This is Dr. Ziegenbein, a board-certified practicing rheumatologist, a fibromyalgia coach, and a patient herself. Fibromyalgia is a chronic pain condition that can seriously derail your life. I am here to show you how to stand up to it once and for all. Hello, friends. Welcome to episode number 44. Today's episode is dedicated to all the moms out there with fibromyalgia who still have small kids at home, and especially to single moms. Today, I'm talking about a very difficult time in my life recently when things didn't go as I hoped or planned, and how that can and often will affect your fibromyalgia. I'm talking about my circumstances here, but you can enter yours. And I promise that I will share my solution that I think is the best solution. So what happened? It started with a fabulous birthday and the last day of November. I had a day off and my boyfriend came with flowers and a beautiful, meaningful gift. The following day, my son fell violently ill with vomiting and heaving and diarrhea and then fevers. I had to take him in the next day because he was still heaving with nothing left to vomit. They told us just to manage expectantly at home. The next day, one of my patients texted me while I was home with my son that she was having serious trouble related to her very serious rheumatological illness. The following day, my boyfriend came back to visit us and he walked out of my house in the middle of the conversation at the late evening and to never return. And he confirmed the breakup two days later. Then my son's condition got worse with more fevers and I had to take him back in. He was diagnosed with influenza, secondary pneumonia, and he was started on antibiotics. That night, I got fevers myself and a body aches and um, all of the jazz that comes with influenza. As, as this is unfolding, my work has been texting me on a daily basis. Are you coming in tomorrow? And I started feeling overwhelmed. To shorten the story, my son was ill for a full seven days with fever as high as 103 to 104 degree Fahrenheit. And at one point, the, his pediatrician told me to take him to the ER. And he finally got better after the antibiotics were switched. And he was appropriately diagnosed with ear infection, not pneumonia. So what happened to me within 48 or 72 hours, I went from feeling fabulous and celebrated on my birthday to worrying about my son, facing an unexpected breakup from someone I have fallen thoroughly in love with by that point. And the sting of rejection was real. My son's fevers returning and new diagnosis of pneumonia and worrying about him some more to feeling pressure from my job asking me to come back on a daily basis and to worrying about one of my patients who had serious complications of her illness. And then I had to take care of my own illness and not having enough in the tank to cook and keep the household going. And my body was aching all over. So I was really besides myself for a while there. Influenza causes body aches as it is. And I was having high fevers. And on top of that, my fibromyalgia was flaring. 
it was my aching was so bad. There was literally one time, one evening when it was the worst that I couldn't wait for the ibuprofen to start working. So for a while, all the worries were topped by worrying about my son. But eventually when he got better, I finally had some time to reflect on all of this. And I wanted to share with you what I came up with in terms of the solution. I let the circumstances completely rock my boat. And for understandable reason, my son was sick. And there was a convolution of multiple things happening that are even on their own, each on their own are difficult enough to deal with. The child being sick, a breakup, a patient texting me at home, having serious complication. All of these are difficult on their own and they happen all at the same time. So for understandable reasons, I was feeling overwhelmed, but I was giving myself a hard time for not having enough food at home, for feeling so weak, for not being a good enough girlfriend, because why would he reject me if I was a good enough girlfriend, right? All of this was having was happening at the same time. I was not really rational. And then when I had the time to sit with it, I basically came to these three things, conclusions. Number one, I allowed all of the thoughts and emotions to flood in, sometimes all at once. The overwhelm of of not knowing how to help my son and just watching him be sick, the sting of rejection, the annoyance at my work, pushing me to come back, and then feeling inadequate for not cooking and, and having enough food at home. And I cried and I allowed all of this to happen. Then I recognized that I am my worst critic. I was behaving as if there was a mommy competition out there in the real world. And there isn't. I was doing the best I could. I did not cook enough. And that's fine. My son was still fed. He was taken care of. And I realized that no matter what I do, there will always be external circumstances that are outside of my control. And I gave myself grace. I gave myself compassion. I held space for myself, for Martina that was trying her best. And for the first time possibly ever, I felt that what I did, what I did was enough. I felt I was enough. And the third thing I decided as I was looking at myself in the mirror, crying and really sad looking, I decided to embrace the Martina in the mirror, to give her a hug and to fall in love with her, not in the contrite, not in a contrite way, but the loving, gentle, encouraging, compassionate and embracing way, like you would with a child that is overwhelmed and scared, like you would with a best friend, because the fact is I am the only Martina I have, I will ever have. So why not embrace her and love her? And that all of my single and married moms out there is my message to you today to allow all the emotions to give ourselves grace and compassion and to recognize that we are enough. We would do that for our best friend. So let's be our own best friend. The sting of rejection is still there and that's okay. Letting Martina deal with it her own way. It takes time to heal a breakup wound and it's going to take time. She knows she's enough. She knows she gave it her all. And that's really all that counts. As soon as I realized these things, that I allowed my emotions, I cried, I gave myself grace and I embraced myself. And I decided that I'm going to be my best friend. As soon as I realized that and kind of experienced it and allowed all of that, I was feeling better. and. 
I can't even tell you when the aching got better in my back. It possibly could have been a result of improving influenza, but I was better. I was feeling better and more resolved inside. Like my resolve inside was like, yeah, I can do it. So I would love to ask you, my lovely listeners, to give me some examples from your life when you were overwhelmed with your circumstances or by your circumstances and things happening in your life and you stopped and breathed and allowed the emotions. And has it changed something for you or the opposite? You did not let that happen and it completely rocked your boat. I would love to know how you handled it. You can share me with me via Facebook, Dr. Martina Ziegenbein, Fibromyalgia Pain Coaching, or via my website at www.winningatfibromyalgia.com. Until next time. If you love this episode, please give me a lovely five-star review and share my podcast with someone who would benefit. If you know someone who would be a great guest on my podcast, connect with me via my website at www.winningatfibromyalgia.com.